So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. We're rolling. We're rolling. Hey, this is a resentment list with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups and we have a lot of them. Ben, what? Uh, I got a rectal exam. What? Yeah, I went. I got a rectal, rectal exam the other day. Does that mean that they put a finger up your? Yeah, they, they, she put a finger up the old. Nice. The old, yep. How was that? Um, I mean, she was she was gentler than others. Have been. <laughs> well, was, have you had a few? <laughs> yeah, I've had a few. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, what? Why do you? Ha- why have you had a few? Um, just because I've had a number of um of kind of stomach complaints they like to just poke and prod a little bit just because they can't well they actually told me like they're they're not they're not at all um gonna do colonoscopies unless it's like completely needed so i think you're screwed in the you know you wanted to get it but i've already booked it honey oh you they're letting you oh, do yeah, it because she was like yeah they're doing a new thing where they're trying not to do like any at all now or something um well, that's really good for yeah, but she like this car. I swear to God, has been going off all day. Mm. I tried to catch forty winks before he came over. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> not happening. Um, but uh, um, yeah, so I've had I've had a fair few rectal exams, and this was the best by far. I will. What say. What do you have to do? Can you walk me through the process? So what you do is you um you lie on your side on the um the surgical bed there. Um, and you, they put a sheet over you and they say, okay, just drop your dax there. And then, so you put, you, you put your, um, your underwear and your pants just around your knees and they take the sheet off and I think they've got like a Oh, glove. so you're lying down? Yeah, you're lying down. They've got like a glove and I think they use some kind of lubricant, mm. I, mean, I hope so. Um, and then they just, they just dig up in there, you know, they just, they just. Oh, so they just put a finger right in. Yeah, they so just So it's not that fishing. thing where they have to cough. That's the old school where you're standing up and they cough. You cough. I think that's vaginal. No, that I swear to God that in all the movies, like the guy coughs and then they put like a. Well, I think that's to loosen up because she did say she like she talked me through it a little bit too much. No, like, they do I, that. They're trained to talk you through. Yeah, it. but I mean, it was a, I kind of like I kind of like a um a uh, a strong but silent type doctor where she was like, okay, it's all right, just um just relax your muscles, like just feel, just try to behave as if you're p- trying to pass gas and all this shit oh. and i was like lady i've been around the block a few times like i, I don't need to talk through like um, but what's the physiological like situation there like because i know that some people have said that when they get mas- men say when they get massages like they might not be attracted to the woman but they their dick goes hard is there like a hardening of the dick situation no the the hardening of the dick is a very psychological thing like I do, I think, 
unless you're turned not unless you're sexually aroused in some way the dick's not going to get hard it's not like a mechanical thing like when they bang on the knee and it goes up or whatever (laughs) (laughs) no but i thought that if there was any touch like that could be arousing you would go up no not unless you're like 18 like once you're as soon as you're like you're well into your adulthood like it's my dick's not getting hard for Heidi Gloom. Like it's it's a real dire situation. Oh, okay. Um, no, no, no. It's all right. Because I've got friends that like get hard like ten times a day. How old are they? Fourteen? No, they're like my age. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. It just um, it's. I think it's just a. It's a sensitivity thing, and it's a sex drive thing. And I think. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So the di- so okay. So what? And then what? But uh, yeah. So what she did was she like, and. She was the other thing that annoyed me was she was reporting the results while she was still inside. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. So what was she looking for? What are they looking for? She was for? so basically I had I had the blood. Um so she was looking for evidence of what might have caused the blood in in the rectal chasm. Mm-hmm. Um because that would that would like be that would mean they wouldn't need a colonoscopy. So so luckily she she found a, a uh, like a like an abrasion or something. Oh. And so she was like um yes there is a slight abrasion at 6 o'clock. Um and so that was good. So that explained the whole So what's thing. the abrasion from? It so basically she said and again while she was she was inside of me she said <laughs> this. She said oh you you have a very tight sphincter. Oh. Um so and weirdly um I felt kind of proud of that. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I was like, I feel like, you know, fresh as a daisy. Ew. You know? um, but uh, so I think what the problem is here, I'm starting to put it all together, is that um, is that I've such such a tight little little hole there um, that um, it's just quite sensitive. And I think that's where the blood came from. And um, she said, she said, look, she, what kind of toilet paper do you use? I said, look, I'm an environmentalist. So I use the recycled kind. And she said, no, nah, you want to get your sorbent hypoallergenic. So I've got, I'm, I have to use a, a special type but of toilet paper But how does that now. have anything to do with, it's not like you're putting the toilet paper up there. What does that have to do with the abrasion? So it's where the, where the abrasion is, is, Outside. is, is basically where the hole is. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, so it's. Both the action of shitting and the wiping can... Oh, uh, okay. Can, um, okay, I thought it was inside the cavity. No, it's not completely inside. Okay, so, um, well, that solves that then. Um, yeah, also she gave me she gave me a, um, a piece of paper with different pictures of shits on it. And she's like, which can you can you I'd point to this. which oh, kind Oh, I of wish <laughs> I was there. And she, oh, and damn. The one I chose, she was like, oh, really? Is that what it is? Like, I felt like really like like ashamed of it why she was, was like, it bad is it like she was like is it like that every time and i was like i wanted to be honest i was like yeah i mean it's like kind of like that every time what she was, was like, it which one mm, that's not good and which she, one i like, wrote like cancer on her notes <laughs> um, <laughs> which one <laughs> no i just said um then they're, they're not all well formed like i'm not i'm not i'm not a log guy every time yeah so it's a bit yeah like i have a bit of like it's a bit driven drab and it's not it's not disappointing by any means like it's not like a pellet what does log it's mean did it have notes Nah, it didn't have notes, just the pictures. Do you reckon log's good? I reckon log's the best because it means you're you're fully cleaning out your um your colon every it time. It feels like I feel well. We'll soon see. Cause so what? But so you just had a colonoscopy. Why are they thinking about more? 
because they had the the blood in the stool, that's always a bit of a a bit of a warning thing. And I had the stomach thing. They still don't know what the stomach thing was, by the way. That's a, that's a complete medical mystery. Um, but it's gone away. So, but she thinks now that um, she think I told her about the sweating that I thought mm. that was anti- antidepressants, and now she thinks that um, the that I've got a thyroid thyroid thing. Like mum, and so the stomach thing and the sweating—it's all part of a big thing. So you, so, so you're gonna get the thyroid check. Yeah, I gotta get this thyroid check. I already have—I had a blood test, and they—they they called me like straight away as soon as the blood test was over. So I think um, it's probably not good because I'll straight away like, can you come in? Like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So we're gonna well, wait to stay find tuned. Out. Stay tuned. On well, that. I had a delightful interaction yesterday. Yeah. Well, you remember when you had the cockroach guy and you had like an old trade, you had a tradie kind of Australian kind of Aussie bloke, didn't you? Yeah, Aussie battler. Aussie battler. All right. Well, I had a delightful man, a delightful man. Yeah. He called me during the week to make an appointment mm-hmm. um, with the cockroaches mm-hmm. and he was beautiful. He literally made me feel so much better about the situation. I said, are you, as first thing I said, I said, are you the exterminator? And he just la- he started laughing and he goes, yeah, you could say that. And I said, and he, and he said, what's going on? And I said, I said, he goes, you've got a cockroach problem, don't you? And I said, yes. And I said, it's really bad because I just completely dropped my guard. I wasn't professional or anything. I was just like, it's really bad. It's really, it's giving me so much anxiety. I didn't even know this guy from the bar of soap. And he goes, um, he goes, okay, well, I can come these days. And I was like, okay, well, maybe on Monday. I didn't realize it was public holiday. And he was like, can you do Friday? He goes, I want to sort this out, like, because it will make you less stress if we get this sorted out. And wow, I was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I was like, where do you think they're from? And he was like, well, are they the German ones? I said, they're the German ones. <laughs> and he was like, well, German cockroaches come from, usually come from boxes because everyone's oh, stopping shit. doing the, doing shopping with bags. They oh come through old boxes and then they come through. And he said, are you seeing them in the day? And I said, yes. And he goes, that's really bad. And I was like, no. <laughs> anyway. This myth just keeps their whole yeah, thing afloat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes, anyway, he comes over and he, he takes a look around. And um, I hadn't, I had, to, he told me that I had to like take all the stuff out of the cupboards and I hadn't done all of it. Like I didn't realize I had to take everything out of the cupboards. So he helped me, just help me. And he was telling me, because he's a cleaner as well. He was telling me like he had, had a few complaints. It was like people don't treat him with respect. He said, um, he was like, yeah, like people think cleaning's cleaning's really easy, and that they could, it just takes two hours because it's an unskilled job. And I was like, it's not an unskilled job, and like, I just loved him. <laughs> but why is he a clean? Is he a cleaner as well? Or yeah, like oh, he okay. has a business. It's his business. Yeah. And then he like walked me through, and then we saw a cockroach together, and he like banged it with his bare hands. He was like, oh, just start the job, and had a bit of a laugh. <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's just like Rambo, like he's a yeah, play by the rules. Yeah, he's and just then punching. He was going through, and he was like, see, you can see all their drop. Things. He was yeah. like, see, and he was walking me through everything, and I was like, oh my shit, god! Shit. And um, he was like laughing at me, like, and he was like, well, should we do some in your room? I was like, yeah, and I was like, let's just get all bases. And he was like, you're gonna see a lot of. Di-. He told me that one time. I said, what are the bad experiences? Like, you don't want to know. And I was <laughs> like, no, tell me. And he said, one time he did this place, and it was like because the chemical like soaked in there was like a hole in the roof, and these cockroaches just started dropping like rain, like oh falling out god. of the roof. And um, he said, yeah, he was just like, look, he's like, this is their path, da, 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 da. Anyway, then he left. No, I left because I had a hair appointment. I left him. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'll lock up. And um, 
I came back and there was already cockroaches dead. But it's oh. really fucked. It's like they they actually I don't know if this happened with you, but they actually get um they don't actually die for like about twelve hours. They just get paralyzed. And so I did. Uh, if you follow Resentmentless, you would have seen the video I put up. They literally just on their backs. And they're just like wiggling around on yeah, their backs like for hours. I find it really sad, to be honest. Yeah, me too. But I want to know why they do that, why it doesn't kill. Anyway, so, but then he left his chemical at the house. So, we had to come back and he messaged me and he was like, I've left my chemical. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, I won't be back for another hour. This guy, this guy, I don't know about this guy. I no, think this was a classic fuck move he was doing. No, no, no. He was, he's like legit. Um, So, I'm just obsessed with him, like. I just love him. Like he just, he was the kind of person like that makes me, because I had such anxiety guys, like honestly, like, so when we spoke about it last week, I was just starting, but it got to the point where I couldn't sleep. I would turn on the light and I would see all of them. And I got this feeling of just complete out of control. And I was just so stressed out. Like I just couldn't sleep for days and I just felt like my house was getting taken over. And so this guy just completely, he just put me at ease. Well, it does. I will say to anyone that hasn't, you know, you know, God bless you if you've never experienced it, but um, that it is, it does start to get like a kind of meth-induced psychosis kind of thing yeah. to it, where it's like every time you see the slightest bit of like light change in your periphery, you're like, that's oh, another one. Yeah. They're crawling all over me. And you like, you just, you can't, you can't live anymore. You can't, there's no comfort in your house. Um, there's no comfort even out of your house. You feel like you're bringing them with you. It's like you feel like you have fleas or something. Like it's real yeah, bad. Yeah, and none of the at-home remedies worked at all. So that's no, a tip that's for a, you. That's a complete Apparently scam. they just get completely, they just take, they'll take over your house. Like within, like as soon as you have them, they just breed so fast. And I found all their eggs everywhere. Oh, like, they're bloody jackals. I, did you know that? Did you see their eggs? Did you find uh, their eggs? I saw a few, yeah. It's fucking rank. Um, so I'm like an expert on them now. But what was funny is, like I said, you know, listen to the end of last episode, I was like, you need to accept that they visit us here and like try to be zen about it. No, I'm not. And then as soon as um, we finished the podcast, I got up to get ready to go and there was just like two cockroaches, two baby cockroaches just walking around your floorboards in the full light of day. And I was like, this is fucked. Like straight away, I was like... I don't know how you live how like this. How did you this. know? Where did you see them? Remember we saw them? You saw them too. There was like two baby cockroaches like under your computer or something. And they were just walking around like a bloody own the joint. Oh, but you didn't share that with me because you didn't want to make it worse. Nah, we talked about it. Oh, um, but uh, yeah, I'm happy that you... Do you Are you confident that it's over now? Yeah, I've, I'm really confident. Like this morning I cleaned up about eight dead bodies. The day before I did yeah so we came on friday and then the day before it um i did about yeah 10 dead bodies so but do you see what i mean about the thing how they're like if there's one out here there's bloody a million underneath like it's hard to believe that because when they do do the chemicals there's only you only end up finding like 20 so how many it was really fucked because there was this one that was like paralyzed and i just like banged it and like her egg sac like shot out of her body yeah and so that was like the mum that's so gross i know and so then i banged so like if the egg sac if i kept that there more cockroaches would come so i like banged the egg sac it's so fucked up what do you mean you banged the egg sac i banged it out so that whatever was growing in there would be dead so basically i gave it an abortion 
You didn't need to do that. You just put it in a plastic bag. Nah. Yeah, but have you been doing the thing where you vacuum? You've got to vacuum a lot because that gets rid of the excess egg sacs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you really got to get onto this. Oh stuff. my God, fuck off. Um, so, yeah, so, but he said that you've got to wait for them to hatch and then they'll start dying. What? What does that even mean? It just means you got to wait till they're alive. Like, wait till they come out and then they're just going to die straight away. Oh, okay. It's like um, it's like we've created like a like an exclusion zone for them. Like it's like um, you know when those like nuclear nuclear disasters, it's exclusion zone. So like now they're in a nuclear disaster. Like whenever they get born, they're gonna just completely die. It's really sad for them that we can't just find a way to live in harmony with them. Well, we can. They just need to not come inside. Yeah, like, that's true. Why don't you just adapt? Like, well, because they want food, right? So why can't they just? Eat? Why did why did the planet make them want our food? Why can't they like another food? It's yeah, like sharks. Know, it's like they eat their own food. What? Sharks eat eat fish. They don't come onto the land and just start eating humans. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like we go into the ocean. That's why we get eaten by sharks. It's karma. Yeah, it's a bloody dog eat dog world. Um. But uh, have you? Did you hear that um, Basil Zemplis actually is running for mayor? Oh, like God, that actually got really? confirmed. Why? Um, I really just can't stand that guy. But he'll probably win, knowing like how just... our city and how it runs. Oh God! It just hey. Oh, by the way, what do you still want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I'd, no, I had something related. Is I I had an update on the on the meth zombies. Um, oh yeah, Basil's meth zombies. I went to um. I went to the lava lounge again because, um, you know, <laughs> few and far between the times I can visit your house to do washing. But, um, <laughs> okay, there's a bit of resentment there. Yeah. Um, but, um, this fucking meth zombie, like, I was like Team Basil this time because this, was, she was like doing the full, like, gurning, like, she had blonde hair. Where was this? Because um, I know all at the lava lounge. Um, no, Did she wasn't short blonde, blonde hair. hair. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, and she came into the lava lounge and she was just like, kept asking me for pants. She was like, do you have any spare pants? Like, can you spare some pants? And I was like, no, like, I can't, oh, wow. I can't, I can't give you How pants. Confront- so she was like, legit, my like, gurning? Yeah, yeah, like, gurning real bad. And then, like, she would go in and out. Was of- she moving? Like, doing that weird moving? I think so, yeah. yeah. And she would go in and out of being normal. Like, she would just walk around, like, I think she was, it was really bad, like, I think she was like trying to steal clothes and stuff because she was opening the door of each washing oh, machine no. and looking inside. And um, and then at one point, um, she was on the floor just crawling and and like doing the gurning thing, like chewing and just crawling okay, for some reason. And like, I didn't get it. And then <laughs> and then after I after I refused to give her pants, she um. She started going through the bin and just throwing stuff out of the bin and just like looking for pants. And I don't know why she needed pants so much. She was wearing pants. And she needs to no, but it's I can't remember what it's called. But um, you get like a mission. You get like missions. So like, oh, okay. You get like this weird thing. I can't remember. What, there's there's a thing that because I watched this meth documentary and it was like there was this woman who used to go around, got trying to find clothes in the trash can like try to find goods she would keep these things from the um from the bins so she would go on these like massive missions where she would just sort 
sort things and it's a like a um it's like a psychological thing that they have to do it's like a repetitive thing it's really soothing while you're on um it's like you know how like you're high and you want to have chewies Mm. or when you need to find someone when you're high and you're like we're Mm. gonna find this (laughs) like it's like that it's like so it could have been that or yeah but i mean you can't really explain many of the things that meth people do yeah but i saw the i saw the other side of it and it's really it's this story is kind of like a little parable about how you can't judge all um homeless people or drug people the same way because just before that a homeless guy came in and i was a bit worried because this guy actually looked more dodgy than this lady Mm. like he it this was when the storm was on and he had no shoes on and just had that like big bag on his back and just looked like he hadn't changed clothes or showered Mm. in like many days and he just came he just walked into the laundromat sat down next to me on the couch and just picked up one of those books and just started reading books oh bless him so he was just trying like literally just trying to get shelter from the storm and when when he was finished he he sorted the books really nicely oh my god don't. and sorted the um the magazine so they looked nice oh before my god, he I'm, left okay i'm dying i'm actually dying he was like, he was a great guy and and i felt really bad for him because I was in there for about an hour and a half and he came in about three separate times and did the same thing. So obviously he, he had some psychological issues, but he wasn't doing any harm to anyone. And he was actually like making the laundromat really neat every time he left. Mm. So it just shows you that like we can, we can show some empathy to people. So why are we having they're... a Basil moment though? Just over that that lady. I was like, I I just got you that. Just sudden, don't want, yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to be bothered. I got yeah. I got that resentment of like, I'm just doing my fucking washing, and I don't want to have to deal. Like I, because she was high at that time and really unpredictable and moving really strangely. I was like, I just want to be able to do my washing without like fearing for my life, because mm. I felt like she was gonna like shake me down or something. <laughs> Yeah, I get that as well. Like sometimes if I'm in an okay mood and people ask me for money or they ask me questions, I'm fine. But also being a woman, it's like you're always on your guard, like especially when men come up to you and stuff. And when you feel unsafe, you sometimes you just don't want to feel unsafe and you're just like, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. like I remember when I told you I went to McDonald's because I left my key outside. I l- left my key out and I like wanted to go to McDonald's Northbridge like yeah. to see who was there and stuff because there's yeah. so many characters there. Honestly... That place was so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Like, I felt so unsafe. And I, I was kind of like, I was kind of like getting angry at myself because I was like, Naomi, don't be judgmental. Like, just because these people look um, unpredictable doesn't mean that, you know, anything's going to happen to you. Like, it's just a bit of an unpredictable place and don't judge them. You know, like I just, you know, when you feel unsafe and you feel bad for feeling unsafe because there's a lot of homeless people there or there's a lot of people that look a bit rough or whatever. Um, But like, I didn't even take my laptop out. Like I was going to sit there and work and I just couldn't even take my laptop out because I wanted to be at the ready to leave. Yeah. Well, I think I like, I think it does. It is like a real thing. Like it's fair enough that you kind of feel both ways because to be honest, like, the the majority of homeless people I've dealt with are actually probably more friendly than the average like city slicker Joe. Like they mm. they because they talk to more people, they're kind of a little bit more 
kind of willing to have a conversation and a little bit more friendly and stuff. So there's that part of it where you're like, okay, okay, like just because they're falling on hard times doesn't mean there's anything to worry about and they're usually pretty nice. But then you also hear those stories of like, especially when like the meth and stuff is involved of like people can just randomly lash out and yeah, just like yeah, yeah. you've got to have your wits about you yeah um so i kept on my promise um yeah i ordered the satisfier pro has it come yet no okay. so i'm just updating you that hopefully yeah definitely by next episode i'll have a review for you um yeah so whoever that was um well, I don't know. I'm not going to thank you yet because it might not work. I watched some YouTube videos. And apparently, it's too strong for some people. So, we'll see. Yeah, well, I think we saw that there's a um, there's a man one as well. Yeah, but apparently, Satisfier Pro is um, actually a ripoff from the Womanizer. I think it's called the Womanizer. Oh, the Womanizer's big. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. but that's like $260. Okay. So, so I was actually up. going, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do, I'm going to get the good one. But then I thought, no, that's stupid because this could actually work fine. So it cost me like $63 including postage. So yeah, it's about 50 bucks. Um, and yeah, so um, that, that, that little thing is on its way. Okay, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, see yeah, if it yeah. Turns into I'm excited. A, I'm really excited. I recommend don't recommend don't recommend show me. me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well. Um. Look. I. I think before we read the emails and get out of here, I just want to give a little resentment because we haven't done a resentment in ages. Okay. Go um. On. I've um started driving recently mm. because um, mum has has bequested me her car has been very nice so thanks mum um but one thing i noticed is that in perth um when pedestrians are crossing the road they really act like they're on fucking vacation have you noticed this yeah they walk across the road so but i don't get it i don't get it because i've been a pedestrian for most of my life and (laughs) when, when i see a fucking a car coming i what I I you go quickly. I I increase it's, my pace. Yeah, it's a respect. It's thing. just the nice thing to do. I don't get why these fuckers go so fucking slow. Mm. Why is it? Yeah, look, there's different ver- there's different levels of it. I've been noticed. I've been driving as well because I've been driving my friend um, Sophie's car. Shout out Sophie. She's in Melbourne. Um, and there's people that I love how people cross the road and they they know they like in the corner of their eye they see you but they just will walk it's almost like they'll walk slower and they just pretend you're not there yeah I don't I don't I don't get what they get out of it as Mm. well it's like it's the slightest thing you it's also for your safety is just get off the fucking road but it's the slightest thing you do is just a little bit of of just um care and respect for your fellow human is just go a little bit faster and they just actually slow down. Yeah, it's the whole pedestrian versus car thing. It's like the cyclist versus car. There's different parties. And it's interesting when you go to Melbourne, it's like the pedestrians rule. Everyone lets you go. No car. The pedestrians rule the roost. Mm. It's like you, you you don't mess with the pedestrians. So the yeah. cars are constantly slowing down for them. Whereas Perth... Um, Perth, the it's every man for himself. In Perth, yeah, and so. Perth, the cars rule the roost. So yeah. it's like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna do a resentment too because I want to get something out off my. I want to get shit some shit off my chest. Yeah, shit it out. Um, <laughs> shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I gonna do? I've got a list. I've got a list. I've got a list. Oh, here's one. People that say they've published a book when they're self-published. Um, nah. That you don't you don't <laughs> agree? Nah. I tell you why because um, it's so hard to get a book published that I feel like you. It's like the Fringe show where they just find like old Reg to just give them a, a five star review. Mm. Is it so hard to get like press and stuff that you might as well just say whatever you want at this point? I don't care what you say. No, but anyone can do it. So that just makes it like saying that you published it, but you self-published. It just doesn't work. But it's just a shift. Like the thing is, it doesn't actually change things. So it doesn't matter. Like because when they do actually get published, they'll say published by Simon and Schuster. Well, I guess they actually finished a book. Whether or not it's good or not, I guess the fact that they actually wrote a book and finished it, which is more than I've ever done. Yeah, give a dog a bone, baby. <laughs> I love this give, give, give a dog a bone. Is that a thing? Is it a real thing? I don't know. I like it. I like um, it. I'm going to throw one more in there. Yeah, throw it in, baby. Um, Because we just like completely turned our back on this resentment thing. There's no resentment. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? I dropped my anti-fungus. Oh, why have you got anti-fungus anyway? Oh, yeah, that was um, no because of my lips and I dropped it at, under oh, a... Oh, t- are your I, lips healed now? No. I went to the doctor the other day, but I had such a long list of ailments that I felt like it was going to like overwhelm her if I had to tell her about the lips. I already had a double appointment. It went way over. Oh, yeah, me too. So, yeah, it was just a knot. Um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Okay, well, we'll... Um yeah, look, I oh, sorry we're a bit vague today, folks. I've just had forty winks and. and Why is this forty winks? You're becoming some. more old man as we go along. I got, I got a little bit insulted that time. Tristan was like, "I'm jealous that you just behave completely like an old man," and oh, I was you, like, "I didn't think I was that old." Like, yeah, you. Do you know what really pisses me off about you? What is it? You, you, you all, you were going on about it for like over a year about how you just wanted to be an old man and you're basically that's what you want to be and you were dressing like a, a old a dad. You were like a dad this and a dad that. And then as soon as we say, "Oh yeah, you're like the best old man," then you get offended and you want to be young again. Yeah, well, you know what? The grass is always greener, they say. So. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah. So Omi's got chronic fatigue. Who knows what's wrong with her? Um. But uh, I know but we spend the whole time talking about our illnesses, so I'm fucking done with it. I'll. I'm gonna be on my deathbed. I'm. I'll have to be on my deathbed before I talk about my illnesses again. Have you ever even talked about illnesses? Yeah, I've. I've mentioned it. Okay. Well, anyway, we've got another email from Tori. Tor dog. We missed you last week. He says, "Hey, Naomi and Ben." Here's a couple more resentments. Though i got to tell you, I'm running out of them. Knuckle cracking to the extreme. Hands, neck, shoulder combo. Yeah, I hate this. I dated a lady, you know who you are, um, who did this. And I find it really kind of cringy. The cracking, I re- it really bothers me. What do you mean cringy? Um, it's just like nails on a chalkboard. Like, I just don't like the sound of it. It really, mm. um, it messes with me. What do you think about the cracking? I think it sounds refreshing. I get jealous. Okay, well, that's good. I like, I, I, not that I'm like in love with it, but I do get jealous. And he's got, um, 
reply all in large email groups with the RSVP mm, request. I hate this as well. I've never. I don't know what this is. It's like you know. It's like fate. It's so say in an email instead of if, if there's an email to lots of people, and you can just reply to the sender or you reply to all. So what happens is the same as a um, Facebook group chat is that every time someone replies to the person that sent the thing, you get the notification. It's the same with email. It's like a work thing. It's like it happens at work. It's like, hey, guys, we've got a meeting at blah, 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 blah. And then instead of replying to just the sender, they reply to all. So you get all these stupid emails that don't really apply to you. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't like that we – um, for ages I was fighting the the group chat thing. You know how whenever mm. someone does it, like wants to do an event or something, mm. they just do a group chat now. I was like, we can't do this. As a society, we can't just have our phones going off all the time with stuff that we don't even care about. But we've just accepted it now. And it's just it's just going to happen. And it just mm. pisses me off. Mm. I don't want these notifications. Yeah. I mean, right now, I just want to hide in a cave and never come out. Yeah, me well. too. Let's move to bloody Mongolia. Um, and we got a nice one from um, from Jackie. Did you see this one? No, I don't even read them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really, this week as well, you didn't even organize the podcast with me. I was like, it came <laughs> to like Saturday night or something. And I was like, are we going to uh, record yeah, the podcast? No, and you're like, oh. No, I knew it was going to happen. I knew we'd work it out. Oh, that's that's a real respect <laughs> for my time. Um, <laughs> no, oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always do it around you. I do. That's bullshit. Yeah, whatever. Okay, she said, well, guys, you have reached another height. Pod 55 ticked all the boxes. It was entertaining, flowed well, was funny, informative, and was spiritually evocative. Love the pod. Loved 55. Jackie. The complete opposite of this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got to have yin and yang. So yeah. we just... We wanted yeah. to Hang follow up there. a great one with a shit Hang one. in there. Hang in there, guys. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll oh, oh, I've got something else to add. Oh, what? Um, hashtag maths, M-A-F-S. Um, okay, so I have decided that this year I decided that I was going to watch Married at First Sight. Mm. And I have always turned my nose at it because I just thought it was <laughs> just trash TV because that's the kind of piece of shit I am. Um, and I accidentally watched it with my auntie this year and I got into it and I thought you know what because I've got a goal to watch more trash tv because it makes me relaxed I started watching it and I got into it I've got into it yeah I've heard it's really good everyone's raving about it really I've heard people this I've heard from people this is the worst time it is but anyway it's just very interesting pace apparently like the like it's getting so much stuff like apparently the producers are fucked and like they have to film 15 hours a day and they're all bloody dropping like flies from mental health issues it's crazy. Yeah, I love that. It's a funny thing with the the reality TV show is that people do no research before they sign up for these things. Because I've heard that. I haven't done any research and I've heard that that's what it's like. like I would never sign up. You don't get paid and you have to film for like, like you say, 15 yeah, hours a day. And they make you do stuff that you don't want to do. Like one bird like left because she said that um, they wanted her to t- bring up things from her past, like release really shit things from her childhood. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want to. But because it makes good TV, they like say if there isn't a problem with you and the other person, they're like, oh, no, you, we've got to create a fight or whatever. So it's just all creating all this bullshit. Um, and this is the thing I was saying to mum is, don't you think that like later on in these people's lives, 
when they're applying for a job and they're fully qualified and another candidate is fully qualified and they have to choose between one of them, you're going to choose the one that wasn't on the reality TV show. Mm. So do they not see that it's some it's going to affect their future a little bit? Yeah. It's really interesting from like a sociological point of view though. Like I'm actually learning, I hate to say this, but I'm actually learning a lot about relationships. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I am. Um, like what? It just actually Oh, because they have those experts. Well, the experts are all piece of shit. Like, I saw this comment. You know, Facebook just makes me laugh so much. I saw this comment and it was like, well, who are these fuck? Who the fuck is a neuro um, relationship expert or some shit? It was like a neuropsychologist or whatever. And he's like, she's a, she knows nothing. All she does is try to get them to have sex and be like, oh, are you rooting yet? Because like, yeah, yeah. every single time they have their little like cat, weekly catch-ups, they're like, and have you been intimate? <laughs> it's oh so true. God. And I was laughing. I was like, that's so true. Like the experts just seem like absolute hacks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it is trash, but I don't know. It, it is interesting to see the people reacting and, I don't know. I've actually got a lot out of it. Yeah, I think my my I in principle I really like reality TV show because I like that kind of trash stuff. But I think there's a little bit of me that like when I watch them, I kind of feel myself dying because it's so it's so kind of slow in some ways because mm. it's not scripted, and also it's so trashy that it also just kind of bums me out a little bit. Like I just it just is like makes me just reminds me of death for some reason maybe have you tried an episode no i gotta try this maths i haven't seen it yet yeah yeah. Um, try it but the, the first it's actually better once they've all got married like the weddings are a bit boring oh so they um because i watched the first one and i think in the first one they got married straight away so yeah, so that. they get married straight away um but then the first few episodes you've got to watch every single couple get married yeah. so it's the weddings first for the first like four episodes and then once they're all married then they go on their honeymoon and then you see them all on their honeymoon and then they get given like little things that they have to do why are they um all in like a house together Where did well that-, that happens later so they all go to different honeymoons so, so one will go to singapore one will go to new zealand one couple and then they end up then it's like then they are once their honeymoon's over they have a week on a honeymoon and then once their honeymoon's over they move into this apartment and they're all in these apartments yeah see that's what i don't like yes yeah, so it's just like you're engineering yeah it. and so then but then they also have once a week they have like a couple's dinner where they all get on yeah. the piss yeah, yeah, yeah and they all talk and then and then after that they have um once a week they have a commitment ceremony and the commitment ceremony is like where the couples talk to the experts and they air out all their grievances and they do like a vote like am i staying or am i leaving okay so they just like pretty much ripped off the bachelor in the i've never watched the a bachelor ones. Um. Yeah, but that sounds great. What it's, is it up to now? Uh, it's like well, that because a few couples have left because apparently someone um, someone like assaulted, sexually assaulted one. So, oh my god! Yeah, so it's one left. So bad. Then another one left because of mental health problems. So another couple left, and then another one left. Um, I can't remember why, but um, so they've got people that are coming in. They've got um intruders. So they've got they another intruders. It's so, so fucking. So they dumb. didn't know not intruders, but they didn't they didn't know what to do with the time. So they have to make they've got a woman that was in last seasons coming back. Oh my god, it's so shit. So I'm just like 
And you know what I also find fascinating? Every single woman in that show has got lip injections and a lot of surgery. Oh, they're obsessed it's with It's crazy. It. It's like watching another world. Like, mm. But I started, do you know what? It actually got into me because I was like, oh, my God, maybe I need to get lip injections. Yeah, but you do that about anything. You'll see someone on a unicycle and think it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I want to say, just before we leave, that... um. Not one, but two of the people who were in my year in high school have been on reality TV shows now. So last year, it was someone that went on The Bachelor. And this year, um, one of the contestants she's awesome. on um, Married at First Sight is she's from awesome. my year in high school. So that's something to be proud of, John Curtin. Um, performing arts, indeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see you later, guys. Have All a good right, week. Bye.